Chapter number four of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter number four The Making of a Man. Mr. Stamps, seated near the table, was glancing over the afternoon paper. Mrs. Stamps, in an easy chair, was doing some fancy work. Little Bobby, six years old, more or less, was playing with his toys on the floor. All at once the precocious little boy stopped short in the middle of his sport and, looking up at his mother, asked, Mama, who made the world? God, replied Mrs. Stamps sweetly. Who made the sea? continued Bobby. Mrs. Stamps answered, God. Well, said Bobby, did God make everything? Yes, my son, the Lord made everything. And did he make everybody? Yes, the Lord made everybody. Bobby was silent for a moment. Presently, he looked anxiously at his father and then, turning to his mother, asked, Mama, did God make Papa too? Yes, God made Papa also. After a lengthy pause, Bobby asked, Mama, do you think that I could make a man if I was to try really hard? You had better run out to play now, Bobby, said Mrs. Stamps, somewhat nonplused by her son's curiosity. Bobby left the room almost immediately. He went straight to the beach in front of the house and labored long and earnestly in piling up some wet sand. Pretty soon he was joined in this work by two other little boys. For some time the three little fellows worked vigorously in piling up the mud. Mrs. Stamps called her husband to the window so that he might see what the boys were doing. Wife, said Mr. Stamps, I believe those little Satans are trying to make a man. Toward sunset, Bobby ran into the house and exclaimed with delight, Mama, we've got our man almost finished. We didn't have but one marble and we used that for one of his eyes. I came in to ask you to give me a marble so that we might put it in his other eye. It's too late to bother now, Bobby, said Mrs. Stamps. Wait until tomorrow morning. Then I will give you a marble and let you finish your man. The next morning, bright and early, Bobby went out to look for his man. Lo and behold, the sea had washed the man away during the night. But Bobby, of course, did not suspect that. He thought that the man had gone away of his own accord. So the little fellow spent the entire morning looking for his man. He looked under the house. He looked in the stable. He went up to the garret. He walked up and down the beach. He went into the woods looking for his man, but his man was nowhere to be found. Two or three weeks later, an African Methodist Episcopal Conference assembled in Bobby's town. Among the ministers present, there happened to be a short, chubby, tan-colored brother with only one eye. When Bobby spied him, he examined the man curiously and cautiously from head to foot. The examination ended, Bobby concluded that this was his man. At once, the little fellow left his mother and went over and took a seat beside the man. Bobby's mother was somewhat embarrassed. The man was evidently pleased, although, to be sure, he himself was not quite certain why he should be an object of special interest to the little boy. The man went to the secretary's table to have his name enrolled. Bobby went with him. He went into the vestibule to get a drink of water, and Bobby followed him there. 
but all the while the man was still in doubt as to the cause of the little boy's apparent affection by this time thoroughly exasperated bobby's mother decided to go home she approached the pew in a very ladylike manner and said bobby dear come we must be going home now all right mamma said bobby in a dead earnest but will you please let me take my man home with me won't you i just found him today, and you know i've been looking for him for over two weeks then for the first time it suddenly dawned upon mrs stamps what was the matter with bobby in spite of herself she laughed heartily at the boy's perversity finding that his mother hesitated to reply bobby turned to the man and said come on we're going home now why did you leave before i finished you end of chapter four